Hey, what's up, guys? This is Will with American Heart Neuro. We are headed home from Tough Like Roar, headed back to Tennessee. Um, we're in Blake's van, so um, please mind or don't mind the uh, the audio if, if, if it's a little bit difficult. But we, we think it, it turned out pretty well. So give it a listen and let us know if you have any questions on what happened this weekend. We're going to post up on our Instagram story a, a place where you can ask us questions, and we will address any questions as quickly as we can. Uh, thanks to everybody that bought an American Heart Enduro t-shirt this weekend. We uh, love meeting you guys, and we plan on putting in a new order and having possibly a new color scheme at the uh, upcoming rounds. So here we go. It's uh, Will Preston, Blake Terry, and Jarrett Moe. What's up, guys? This is Will with American Heart Neuro. I'm here with Jarrett or Jerry. Are we doing it? Mahoney. We're just testing it. Oh, hello. Say, say hello. Hello. What up? Blake Terry, Jarrett Moan, Will Preston. Um, we're gonna talk a little tough like Roar. Why don't you put it like in the middle? What did you think of the race? We have to move it back and forth so that it sounds good. I thought the race was sick. Roar every year just impresses me so much with the organization, the club, the the facilities, the terrain. They they've got everything. Robert. Rob. They've got Rob. I, I guess that's the main thing. They've got the Rob. They got the Rob. So in case you were wondering, we are we we left what two hours ago. We ate at Arby's. That was pretty much our only option. They have the meats. Correct. They do have the meats. Um, We are headed south. (laughs) Yeah, they don't have burgers. That's what I wanted. We are headed south on Highway 81, Interstate Highway 81. We're going by the Apple Blossom Mall right now. And what city are we in? Winchester? Yeah, Winchester. Virginia? Virginia. Yeah. So this was supposed to be just a test, but we might as well just keep it going at this point, right? Yeah, I mean we we can. Um, what I do you feel think? Like, I feel like it's not gonna work because, like, when I want to talk, you're not gonna see it coming. You know? So like, yeah. See this? I feel like that ain't gonna work. So I guess. Jared's not going to be in this podcast. That's fair. You can just sit there and shake your head yes or no, and no one will know what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that anybody's really going to miss it. Probably not. So. And you continue to talk. Yeah. Without the phone in front of you. Yeah. You know, and and you could do the thing like you used to do in high school, which was like last year for you. You could just raise your hand when you want to speak. And then everybody knows that it's your turn to talk. Well, that'll just sound stupid. Because I'll talking, no. sounding stupid. You know, that's just. I don't <laughs> do know want, if that's just do something you want, that like, you do. Two second gaps in between, in between every like, in between every. Sorry. I want back and forth. Yeah, I want a big gap. You like big gaps? It's big gaps. Saying. I like to send big gaps. So hopefully a bunch of you out there got to see uh, some of the Facebook Live coverage we did this weekend. Uh, our boy Sam 
<laughs> Sam Chad's friend. <laughs> What's his last name? <laughs> oh, I have Chad's friend. <laughs> I have it. He texts me. <laughs> it's like Ivy, I think, or Slivy. Yeah, Sil Sly Sly. I don't. Hang on. Hang on. Sam Chad's We're friend. I don't remember what this your is, phone number this is. This is on the not. Phone. Oh yeah, look up the burner phone number. <laughs> so, this weekend at Tough Like Roar, obviously there weren't any foreigners. Um, not many GNCC guys made it out because they've got, I think, five races coming up back to back to back to back to back. So, um, the. The field was surprisingly strong, though. I think there were 42 in the pro class, and um, that included some of the best hard enduro guys in the world, in my opinion, or, or definitely one of the top guys in the world right now. Um, Cody Webb, Colton Haker, Max Gersten, Nick Faringer, Quinn Ryder Wenzel. Leblanc, yeah, apparently Ryder LeBlanc. We didn't know this, Dude's but a beast. he is coming on strong. I'm his biggest fan. Ron Como, the third, the fourth? Yeah. Ron, Ron was killer. Ryder, I have no idea how someone that small and that just young is so freaking good. Like, he pushed up stuff that usually takes somebody who's six foot four and almost 200 pounds. Like, he just made it work and he was moving every time I saw him. I never saw him still. He's a man of all Well, boys. two years ago at the Ohio, or yeah, the uh, Fallen Timbers race, Ryder and I rode a lot together, and you know, I was like, man, this young kid, he's going to be pretty good, but I didn't think it would be in 18 months the dude would be podium at Tough Like Roar. I mean, behind Cody Webb, arguably one of the best riders in the world right now. Um, How far was he behind? Do you know? Probably pretty good. I don't. We, we can look that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, I think Cody waxed the field. I, I would, I would think so. I, I think Wade won by 37 minutes last year, if I remember yeah, correctly. Oh, but he was in, at a three-hour total time for for the uh, event, which was it more miles this year, Garrett? Less miles. Less miles, but I, a little bit tougher. I, I think the difficulty level was higher, but the the traction was optimal. It Minty. couldn't have, it could not have been better. Minty fresh. So how how'd your race go, Jarrett? Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I was last off the start. Back up. Tell us about Saturday first. Oh, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, other than survival mode for the last two miles of every race, <laughs> not bad. I based, My plan was to just go as slow as I could go, but still end up on the first row. So you succeeded in that. I succeeded in that, got ninth, and, uh, and yeah. The Sunday was just uh, a complete shit show. Can I? Yeah, we, we can. Can we? Can we make this an adult podcast? This is a late night podcast. So okay. What time is it? It's not nine, but we'll let it slide. Let's just say the the cramps started very early on <laughs> and did not did not subside for the entire race. What kind of cramps? Oh, full body cramps, menstrual cramps. Who who knows? Everything. All of the above. But uh, anyone that saw me uh, in down in a hole, uh, they would know that I was <laughs> I was I was having an emotional breakdown, 
there was some there was some swearing, there was some whimpering, there was a little crying, I think. You cried? I think the sweat just got in my eyes. But there was, there was a lot of sweat. <laughs> Lots of sweat in my eyes. Yeah. We'll just go with that. But so my weekend, since you since you asked. Oh sorry, I'm not a good co-host. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> so Saturday my goal was to make top thirty to advance to um, the straight to the final and, and and go as slow as possible yeah to save energy and you right just it's that. it's all about efficiency <laughs> so I qualified 30th yeah exactly where I wanted plan. to be yeah. yeah I started on the first row on Saturday and I did not like it because uh, those man y'all were flying the, the first row had some fast dudes but the second row had some fast dudes, and the third row had some really fast dudes. So, I mean, I, I felt like my head was spinning when you guys were coming by me, and I'm just, you know, trying to hang on as long as I could. And I swear, I had the worst arm pump I've ever had that first race. I joined the club. Yeah, it was it was gnarly, but qualified thirtieth, made it to Sunday. Didn't have to do the LCQ. We got to do a lot of Facebook Live um, stuff for everybody. He got to watch Chance go up Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, Chance. Poor, poor Chance Baker. Sorry, bro. Was <laughs> seven seconds behind me. 31st qualifier. Um, so, that happened. But anyways. Maybe that's why Maybe that's why he didn't acknowledge you when you waved goodbye. <laughs> I think he shot me a bird. Yeah. <laughs> But Sunday went pretty horribly for me. But after all was said and done, I think I ended up 30th again or somewhere around there. So whatever. I, I, I have a, a whole bevy of excuses. We can, we can go, go into that later. Well, so it's a two-lap race, and they're 15-mile laps. What did Cody lap up to? Well, only 11 people made two laps. So yeah, I don't know. Um that's a good question. We'll have to look that up. Because what you got? You got twenty eighth. Yeah. And uh, I remember someone. I, I forget who. Whoever got twenty fifth. I remember talking to them, and they said they got lapped. So. And and that's pretty insane. So off the start, Quinn Winsel, um, he had a an issue, and everybody thought he blew up his blew up his motor, but. I actually thought I was just beating him the entire first lap. <laughs> well, technically you were. Well, fair enough. So anyways, Quinn had to go and strip parts off of his practice bike. And then, like, coil. yeah, it ended up being a coil, but I heard he changed the carb, spark plug, um, every, pretty much everything. Just started an hour late. 48 minutes, officially, unofficially. And then uh, he got started, and so he had a, a blank canvas to work with and it was actually a pretty beat up canvas because right. the track was just beat to shit well it, it, it was it was really dry so it yeah. was a weird beat it yeah. was it, it was like i don't know it was kind of down to rocks and roots in many places yeah just, and all the rocks and roots i don't you say it's dry but like in those pits yeah i true. i was sliding all over the place so last year they had a pit called the Pit of McMisery, which was a pretty gnarly, probably half mile section with a gnarly climb out. Well, this year they added like four more of those. Right after, one right after the other with no break at all. 
so you would get done with one and be totally smoked and drop right into the next one and it was it was a struggle for me especially oh am i supposed to say it was a struggle it was of course it was a struggle for me everything's a struggle for me all right so blake tell us what was your sunday race day experience filming like well um we left the starting line i ran up to try to intersect everybody at uh the end of i guess was that the second section of 409 or is that business 409 jared this is the first right i don't remember i don't know which one's which um so i snuck in on what i thought was an unused trail and uh (laughs) i got into the back side of 409 and dropped my backpack turned the gopro on I hear bikes coming out of 409, and I see Cody come out of the woods, and he looks at me, and just as calm as possible, is just like, hey, your bike's in the way. And I look backwards, and I see that the tree I leaned up the bike on uh, had arrows on it, and it was the part of the course. Uh, and the reason that nobody had used it is because nobody had rode that section and, and you know, marked it up. So, uh, scrambled, got out of the way for that little awkward pivot turn that you guys had to do right there outside of the back of 409 and then I shot over to the far side and at the end of all the pits um wanted to see kind of how how the field had separated out by the time I got to the other side of the uh course so at that point um Colton was leading Cody but they were together I mean they were literally front wheel to rear wheel just just chilling going through the uh pits there and um that was that was super cool the did you get much good any good shots of those guys battling it out yeah i mean they weren't really battling i felt like cody was kind of stalking colton trying to figure out what the pace was going to be and and really what kind of race they were both about to put together um so you know a, a lot of that wasn't much more than maybe two lines at a few spots but a lot of it was pretty much single line kind of going in and out of there so uh i don't really think that anybody was pushing at that point to try to make a a pass where they didn't really know if it was going to be beneficial or not so they were Uh, just kind of clicking off the miles just feeling it out that first lap yeah it reminded me a lot of like what the footage looked like at king of the motos and and watching manny and cody and colton all kind of just feeling each other out finding out uh you know what the pace was going to be and and how much energy they were putting down into the first lap uh i waited for i think Ryder and i can't remember it might have been como to come on through that section before i jumped back onto the other side of the course so that i could be at the new stairway section when the leaders came back through and uh somewhere in between there cody had put maybe two or three minutes on Colton at that point by the time he got through scoring and then got to heaven and uh it was sick like I I saw most of the course I I went you know back and forth probably four times throughout the day just to kind of pace the leaders and then I worked my way backwards through the pack to just kind of see what everybody was doing and get shots and then eventually I ran out of people to find because they were they were not sending anybody anybody else out um after Cody had had finished up to 25th i guess is lapped up to 25th. yeah lapped up to 25th so um yeah i i uh i had a great time again that place is just awesome and and every time i'm riding around i find another section as i'm like 
rubbernecking and like, wow, this is another spot that they could add or another section that they haven't even touched or cut trail in. And there's just so much potential for that race to be even gnarlier, which apparently it doesn't need to be much more, but you know. Well, there were many times today that I would be going down a section or going up a section and I'm thinking, man, this would be a great place to film. But there are just, I mean, you could say that about hundreds of spots at, at that property. I mean, that yeah. that one hill with that undercut rock, where you're coming down the hill towards that pond oh, yeah. that you go around. And there's I, like three steps where you can like try to stop. Yeah. But it's really hard to with yeah, the hard no stopping. The, <laughs> the 90 right at the bottom we when got, you're like riding nose. We need to get Blake to that spot. Yeah, you'd love that. One, yeah. one of these years. You'd love a, that. Yeah, it's super gnarly. Yeah, you're like, you're almost like under, you remember the cave at Bad Medicine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's just overhang. And it's like yeah, a 45 I, degree. But you're really close to it. Like, yeah. it is right above your head. Your dad showed me that section last year, but I, I haven't been able to get myself back over there or make it part of you know what I was trying to pace people onto because it, it would be it's the choice of getting four sections or getting just you know maybe one or two <laughs> right. so um and what yeah, sucks it, about it, you have to pick yeah. and choose what sucks about <laughs> Cody Webb being at Colton being so much faster than everyone else is like you want to get the leaders but to get the leaders, you literally can't film anyone else. Right. Yeah. Like just those two guys. Because you, they go through, and you have to leave. Like, yeah, you can't wait for ten minutes. Yeah. For the next guy. Yeah, I, I think that 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 just becomes part of the, the way the race is laid out, and and how many laps these guys are out because. You know, after you get a couple of shots of people in different sections, it, it's okay to, you know, leave the, the leaders alone because you kind of have it figured out, like, who's going to end up winning, and then you can go back through the field and, and try to catch people there, which was what I was doing when I found you at, uh, <laughs> when I found you over at uh, the Camel, Camel the old, Toe Hill. The old, the old Camel Toe. The old Camel Toe. Did you, yeah. did you follow Camel Toe? You about lost a pinky. Yeah. I... In the camel toe? He about lost yeah. a pinky in the I, camel toe, yeah, but... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful Jeez. with that. No doubt. Uh, yeah. At, I, at least you didn't lose a pinky to prison sex. No doubt. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, although, I will say, I got anally penetrated by oh, prison sex. Oh, my. Like, the first lap, it was bad. It was really bad. Like, I literally got bent over. Anybody... We're checking uh, to see if anybody has asked any questions about our our podcast tonight. Um, but actually, I need a I need a different phone. But, uh, okay, I totally forgot about that. But my experience, nah, no worries. My experience with camel toe was uh, my my arms were my triceps, forearms, and biceps were all cramping, and we got we got a little loose, and uh, ended up looping out. And falling the bike was like pointed half downhill and uh, I was smashed into the rocks basically panting because I couldn't catch my breath and uh, I know they said there was no help by anyone but it took about five roar members to keep my bike from falling off this like little four foot ledge because the back end was just hanging over air and, and if it had it fallen off the four foot ledge, it would have went cartwheeling 
Yeah, it would have it would have cartwheeled, and there was another rider behind you. Yeah, that you had just passed. So <laughs> yeah, um, you went around somebody, and the roller yeah, guys did. grabbed your bike to yeah. make sure it wasn't going to fall on yeah. any more spectators. Or so Jared didn't ride. get any special treatment. I know that's what y'all are thinking. <laughs> hey, that was a mere like safety precaution right. for for everyone yeah. for all course, the spectators around. They weren't giving you any special treatment. You they see, would never I, do that there. You know what? If you look pathetic enough. <laughs> Someone Somebody will help, help you. you. Yeah. That's why, like, if you're on a hill... You do have puppy dog eyes. <laughs> if you're on a hill and there's people around and you don't want to pick your bike up, you just sit there and act like you're dying. Right. Or that, That's a strategy. That is a strategy. Or you're actually dying. That, that also might have happened a couple times today. But, yeah, like... I will say that anyone would have welcomed help in the situation that I was in. <laughs> right. So y'all are probably, if, if you haven't seen the results, um, Cody Webb won on, on his Sherco. Um, Ryder LeBlanc, the 17-year-old? My hero. Is he 17? Uh, I want to say 17. 17 out of, he's, he's a PA guy, so kind of local. But he probably didn't ride there very Different often, does he? Different type of PA. He's not from coal country. Okay. So, he was on a KTM. And then third was Ron Como riding a Beta. Who got fourth? Max Gearson? Yeah. Another another Beta. And then uh, Nick Farringer on a Sherco. Um, so, that's the top five. Um, sixth place. I'm drawing a blank. You have the picture. I know, didn't Nick uh, Dudokovic got seventh? He got seventh. Big Which ride for Nick. I mean, that, and then eighth. Oh man, we should know this. We should, but I don't. Fourth on the day for Max. Nice. Um, <laughs> he got sixth. I I don't have oh, the photo results here. I I was just like looking at what he oh. had posted. <laughs> um, we know that Quinn got back up to eleventh. After starting dead last, Quinn was the last person to f- complete two laps. Yeah, that's so gnarly. No yeah. doubt, forty-eight minute 48, deficit. Yeah. So, oh, uh, Adam, Adam got ten. Hard to go. Yeah. yeah, that kid, that kid put ten. in. Yeah, what? he got yeah. ten. Yeah, ten. That was, that was a good ride. Yeah. Where'd you oh, in Edmondson. Edmondson yeah. was somewhere in there. He might have been. He might have been sixth. Yeah, sixth or eighth. I got, I got thirteenth. I was, other than Colton Haker, which I guess we can talk about later. He got 12th? Yeah. Other than Colton Haker, I was the fastest person to do all the checkpoints but the finish line. (laughs) Congratulations. Yep. I'm the first, I'm the, I'm the highest man on the lowest part of the totem pole. (laughs) I don't know. The totem pole I'm on is underground. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's like the foundation of the totem pole. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and Drew, uh, Drew Kirby, I think he ended up about 18th. Is that right? I don't want to. 22nd. 18th uh, sounds better. Okay. Yeah, he was in the he was in the top 25 for sure. I I know that. Uh, oh, he, Jackson he Davis. Got, he got 20. He beat yeah. Chuck Andrew. He was stoked about that. <laughs> so Drew didn't technically get lapped by Cody, but he would have been right at that threshold of of whoever. Drew was, went. Drew went to the truck to. Yeah, he was gassing up. And, yeah, he fueled up, train, changed a brake tip, or put a brake tip on, I should say, and fixed his camelback. And while he was in the pits, Cody Webb finished. So then, when Drew went back out, 
they were like, no, dude, race is over. And he was like, what? I was in the pits. So they oh. led him back on the track. Oh, okay. After Cody was finished. How demoralizing is that? No doubt. How did he end up making it past, like, Stairway, the second lap of Stairway? Yeah. yeah him, him and Travis Wilson. They rode all the way to uh, – That what I heard Drew tell me was that uh, he, him and Travis rode all, almost, if not all the way up to that checkpoint right at the Camel Toe uh, checkpoint. Oh, the which, Camel Toe. No, they didn't get that far. I was going to say. He said that they got – or what, what was the checkpoint before that? I think Stairway. Yeah. Okay. There they, wasn't they one did for a get, while. They did yeah, get through the stairway. There was a big gap between the stairway checkpoint and the next checkpoint. Yeah. I guess it was over at Pit, Pit of McMisery or somewhere? Yeah. Was there one at the top of the pit? Yeah, that was after the one at the bottom of Camel Toe. How, how did you do on the hill at the at the backside of Pit of McMisery? Did you just blow right up it? Yeah, I, I didn't have any trouble with that one. Yeah, I didn't either. It was like... I had trouble getting to the bottom of the hill. <laughs> right. But... but the actual hill, I made it up straight away both times. There was a hill, I think it was in Wicked Garden or somewhere over in that area that just went on and on and on. With the checkpoint at the top? Oh my god, yeah. it just, it wasn't hard, it was just so steep, yeah. you, like, my arms just gave out yeah. trying to twist the throttle. What What got me about that hill was, you, you make an off-camber left turn in a pile of rocks... And that's your run-up for this, like, 100-yard yeah. hill. Like It felt like it was a mile. It was... It's a really long hill. And, yeah. It... Did you end up pushing it all, or were you able to work your way up? No, I... Kind of... I, I dropped all the air. Yeah. Much in the <laughs> traction was not my issue today. Yeah? Like, traction was great. Tra- my, <laughs> my arms just couldn't hold on for an extended period of climbing. That was my yeah. thing. Well, in the downhills at Tough Like Roar, I'm sure Colton and Cody would disagree with us. The downhills are pretty gnarly, and they just they wear you out, man. You, uh, okay, so what happened to me was basically I broke my seat. So my seat would not stay on my motorcycle. I ended up zip-tying the back portion of the seat, and the front would flap up and hit me in the crotch. Every, like, yeah. The, the the whatever the grundle but every single like every hill I would climb or every rock garden I would go through if I stood up the seat would bounce up and then go at an angle and when it went at an angle it would knock my side covers off oh I thought I thought you were going somewhere else that. <laughs> yeah and that too yeah so then I would you know I didn't want to leave my side covers out there and, and you know trash up the place yeah so I'd have to put my bike back together and like and, and so at one point I, I found myself trying to sit through everything which is hardly ideal in those pits with all those rocks so yeah that's that's what I ended up doing now that was my game plan well and I like to stand up even even when I'm tired I can stand up and ride so this was not my game at all but it's just you know one thing after another yeah. I, I can't I can't blame anyone by myself that sounds like you're blaming the bike a lot but yeah, well, it's probably my mechanic. That's fair. My mechanic's the worst, too, man. <laughs> yeah. Are you, Are you calling agree. out Drew Kirby? What's that? Did you just call out Drew Kirby? No. Drew Kirby is an angel sent from heaven above with the week we had prior to Tough Like Roar. Yeah, so why don't you talk a little bit about that, Jared? What, what, what happened last weekend, and 
how did you prep for Tough Like Roar? <laughs> kind of walk us through the, what the training, got you. The training, yeah, the training regimen. How does a top 10 finisher on the 13. amateur day? Top 13. Oh, Saturday. Oh, on Saturday, Saturday. You had to qualify to get to that point. You were in the top 10 on Saturday, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Walk us through what does it take to just be above average, uh, you know, just weekend warrior. You know, what does that look like? So, so you you become a plumbing apprentice, okay? And you yes. dig you dig ditches for like eleven hours a day. So you apprentice laying pipe? Yeah, I'm a I'm an apprentice pipe layer. Okay, if you will. In training. In yeah. training, yeah. I'm getting taught how to lay pipe. Okay. And uh, are you good at it? <laughs> I've been told I'm not bad. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Who I haven't. Who told you? I, I, my. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I'm above average for okay. for a little new guy. But uh, we're talking about plumbing, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so you do that, and then you think, you think, oh, that should be enough to keep your arms in shape. So you don't do anything else, and then. So last week, last Saturday, we were doing a memorial ride for Ted Preston, Will's dad, at his favorite place, which you could tell why, because the trail was just Colgate Minty Fresh. And I was like 10 miles into this. We were having a blast, just blazing. It was a hoot and a half until I was like, you know, just fourth gear, like quarter throttle. Nothing, nothing spectacular, and it just, boy, oh, you know, just completely bogged down. Let's and make that noise then, boy, boy, boy. we all the uh, trailside mechanics know kind of what was going on. Yeah. So, so the the kicker kind of went down to the foot peg with with a little push of the hand. Pinky finger. Yeah, a pinky yeah. finger, and uh, so I basically destroyed my cylinder and piston. Don't it was buy, totally bombed. Yeah, don't. For anyone who runs easy clips in the piston because the regular clips are too hard to get in, find some find someone that can put in your clips because apparently easy clips snap and destroy your entire cylinder. But uh, so Monday, Drew was nice enough to find me a cylinder and piston kit, and we spent like seven hours putting it together and you got like what 20 30 seconds of a heat cycle in that night at about 12 o'clock i i bet drew's neighbors really like that yeah yeah Yeah, i i heard that uh so drew warned his family that there might be some loud noises after after hours and uh and there were because he decked it in his in his yard and about about 12 yeah yeah and she didn't blow up, so she ran a little rough today. So we might have done something wrong, but for the most part. Well, well, I I kind of want to ask that too. So, cylinder, piston. Uh, did you guys split the case? No. So where is that easy clip? It was soldered to the <laughs> to the top of the piston. Oh, it was there. Yeah, we have a picture of it. Oh, okay. And what about the metal that was missing from the piston and the cylinder? So that that very well could be in the bottom of the motor right now. Okay. Just wondering. We're just gonna cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. Okay. Because uh, yeah. 
it looked like there was some a uh, considerable amount of metal missing when from the photos I saw. We just don't need to talk about it. It made it through today. So if it can take the abuse that it took today, I feel like we're going to... Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So you you had it, you know, back together by, what, Monday night? Tuesday night? Yeah. What was it, Tuesday night? No, it was Monday night. Monday night. So grenaded on Saturday, back, back to running on Monday. And then... You obviously probably practiced a little bit before Tough Like Roar, maybe rode it around and just checked it out, or did you just go straight to the first heat cycle on Saturday here at Tough Like Roar? Yeah, the the second heat cycle was, well, actually, the second heat cycle was us scouting out. Yeah, yeah Friday afternoon. Trail. And the third heat cycle was the first race on Saturday. Because I didn't want to know if it wasn't going to run until we were there. Because there, I, I don't think there was anything else we we would have done. So, so. Okay. You, we we could have got you another bike. I mean. Yeah, I mean there there I was get, other options. I out there. I can't ride other people's bikes. I get too sandy. Okay. Like it's like a rental. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would break Me. everything. Like Blake saw Blake saw what I do to motorcycles, and that was just the one place he saw me the entire race. Like if you would have seen. I saw you a couple places yesterday, maybe. Dude, if you would have seen what happened in prison sex... We could have seen it had you not lost your GoPro. Also, we just need to let everybody know, especially all the the PA people and the Roar members, we have a bounty and a reward for uh, Jared's GoPro. We're going to... We're going to send no, you something awesome if you find that uh, GoPro. You guys are. I don't have money. Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, the American Hard Enduro, we will negotiate with you uh, on the footage. It's the most important. I don't care if Jarrett gets his GoPro back. It, it is a Hero 8. Yeah. Yeah. Black Hero 8. and It, uh, it looks like a rock. I just need the SD card. <laughs> um, and we do know that the footage I did get of you at the camel toe so it fell off somewhere in the first four hours of the race yeah we know that somewhere right off the trail probably near some rocks yeah black rocks black rocks yeah square edges yeah so yeah that's still missing and just so you know i plan on never getting it back so you can keep it if you find it but send me the sd card or just dropbox it or google drive or if you got Snapchat. the SD card in the mail and no if, one, yeah, and no yeah, one, yeah, and no one, no questions asked, no I'd questions so asked. You think you like cut out letters like a ransom letter and send us the SD card with like a, a cryptic note? Like that I would have the amazing. rest of your camera. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and then maybe add their own videos onto the, you know. The oh yeah, card. yeah, yeah. Whatever they want. That'd be nice. Just fill it up. Yep. We, we love to hear from the American Hard Enduro. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we know kind of how that went for Jarrett now. We have a pretty good idea of how that went for Will. Uh, I never we, said, uh, you don't train. If you yeah, want, yeah. if you want to be a top 10 guy, don't train. If you want to be a top five guy, train. It helps a lot. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I I just, uh, I can't figure it out, man. I, I just can't figure it out. You amaze me so much out there, dude. Like, 
just be able to mix it up with all those dudes super high caliber riding i mean that was just uh pretty impressive stuff buddy making me blush for for a guy who can't put an axle bolt through a rear wheel you can sure ride a motorcycle that's for sure i spent all my time riding and none of it working on bikes it shows big big time maintenance guy big maintenance guy for sure for sure what, what is next what what's uh, what, what what we got going on? I know we have an off week next week. Yeah, we have one off weekend to wash, and I think it's going to take us this whole week and that weekend to get all of the cool. stuff clean and find out what was broken and and what what we need to do before Ohio. Ohio's next. Ohio. So you're going to miss Ohio, right, Will? Yes, I am taking a family trip out to Colorado. Um, that week, and then we're gonna hit a we're gonna hit a bunch of uh, bike parks with my son. We're gonna hit Bentonville. We're gonna hit Winter Park, uh, bike park in Dillon, Colorado, and then we're gonna go up to Yellowstone for a couple days, meet some friends, then hit uh, Badlands and um, in South in South Dakota. In South Dakota, nice. hit um, Mount Rushmore. Hopefully, do Devil's Tower, and then we're gonna take the northern route. Uh, Lake Superior and end up in Marquette, Michigan for the Mad Moose, which I guess from today would be kind of three weekends away. Yeah, and um, what about you, Jared? Do you, you make in Ohio? Uh, that's the plan, but uh, not gonna lie, not my favorite race. <laughs> and uh, money, money's kind of tight, so uh, yeah. We'll, we'll be there. Yeah. We'll be okay. there. Okay. I'll be there bitching yeah. and complaining about, about <laughs> well, I know, Barnes a mile. And I know game. Drew was planning on going for sure. Uh, I, we had talked about maybe just uh, carpooling. So, you know, if, if you wanted to jump in the van with us, you're, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Ohio and Michigan if that happens. And uh, definitely going to be going to the full series um try to get everybody it's, it sounds, on film and it sounds like you just put an open invitation for anybody to carpool with you guys yeah i mean if you want to drive to knoxville and then ride with us for sure um split gas the, the yeah tra- the trailer's tight though yeah so. we we are literally we are full to the brim uh, Drew's got a big trailer. Drew has a big trailer. We could we could maybe just ride with Drew. So yeah, if anybody is interested in getting a free ride to the next race, just uh, Facebook request Drew Kirby. Nothing's free. And uh, yeah, it's not free, but uh, you can ride with us. Um, who uh, is Cody? Cody's coming to Ohio. I, that's what I heard. I mean, he he seemed like he was coming to to the east races well, and I, I mean, think Max and a handful of them are going to try I to mean, make it Colton I, said I think, Colton said that he was going to try to do them all and yeah I'm not sure I heard a lot of things over the weekend so I'm just not sure about the validity of most things but you know uh, Colton Colton quit a mile from the end that's what we I, I don't know I think it might have happened earlier and then he got back on the trail and, and some people saw him is is maybe what had happened, but yeah, we I know heard, that I think he was just trying to get back to the pit area and, and yeah. kind of got lost and ended up back up on the trail and then just well, thankfully, going. well, I don't know if he kept going. I don't think he ran the trail out completely. 
at but, the at the last checkpoint, I was sitting there talking for a while, and um, Kelsey, one of the war members who was running the checkpoint, told me that he looked very, very dehydrated, panting, like almost like you did when I saw you crash, right? But then you kept riding. Yeah, but. I wouldn't call what I was doing riding. Was I, I mean, hey, dude, you're moving. Like, at, at that point, it is riding, for yeah. sure. Uh, it, that's probably the hardest riding you can do. <laughs> True. It's, it's awful. Hitting hitting every single rock at, like, a m- one mile an hour, Ugh. and they're all 45-degree angles. Yeah. So I, I think Colton probably had some heat-related issues yeah. going on. Um, it was it was super hot. I mean, they had water all over the track, but it was it was brutally hot. I don't know how you guys didn't overheat. It is no fun, no doubt, to be getting on the verge of heat stroke. It's it's dangerous. So I've I've been there there. <laughs> right. I've seen you there there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. So so Colton and. Cody, we're pretty close together at the the first lap. I think, you know, Cody got away, moved on into the second lap. Colton was still in second up until the point, I think, that he decided that he wasn't going to be riding anymore. So uh, that put Ryder LeBond right in the second place and Ron Carmo on up into third just because he uh, decided to do that. But, you know, it, it, it... you get back to the van safe, you get back to the van safe, you know. So that there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, he's got a family and he's got a, you know, a life outside of dirt bikes as well. So, you know, you got to you got to make those choices sometimes. How uh, how sick must it be for Ryder LeBond at 17 to just bag like a twenty five hundred dollar check yeah. from from one race? Yeah, that's a lot of Xbox gold. Was it three grand? Yeah. It was thirty five hundred. Yeah, I'm wrong. Well, he got the so. other PA. He got the PA oh, check too, right? right? So, so another five hundred. Yeah, it was. Dude, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is a lot of uh, Xbox games, and if he could go to the bar, on. you know he's not playing Xbox. Game Boy? What do What do the kids play now? Xbox, but like, I feel like I feel what, like what Xbox. Are we on like Xbox Ten? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Xbox X. I don't do video games. I just work. <laughs> but that's that's so cool that that he was. Oh, I remember who got ninth. It was Danny Lewis, who uh, oh, was that kid, the sixteen year old. Yeah, sixteen year old wow. from also, Western PA, like also a GNCC guy, right? No, yeah, no? GNCC kid. Yeah, he lives right next to Ryder. Okay, or, or they ride all the time, I think. But okay. he's on a Husky, and uh, he wow. rides like a two fifty in the GNCCs, dude. The kid, he passed me during my meltdown, and just, uh, like, I don't know if you remember, because there was, like, eight million rock ledges, but at the start of Prison Sex, there was a literal, like, two-and-a-half-foot ledge that was at the top of, like, this little rocky incline that you got stuck a lot of times getting up to it. And I spent like half an hour. Thanks. I spent like probably I don't know ten minutes like pushing my bike up over this ledge. Danny was waiting for me the entire time, and as soon as I like literally the second my back tire cleared, he just like he just nose bonked it, P 
pirouetted on the rear wheel, set it down perfectly, and just kept going. And I was like, and I was like, so that's what it's like to know how to ride a dirt bike. <laughs> the kid was impressive. Like cool. both of them are, and uh, they d- they deserve some recognition because I feel like like those just aren't people that you talk about, you know, like the like the the Danny Lewis and the. <laughs> The Danny Lewis and the... Like, Steven Edmondson, too. Like, the dude just is an Iron Man. And he's just, like, one of those guys that is never in the... In the talks, the pre-race talks, you know? Yeah, but, well, yeah that's true. I mean, st- we see him up there all the time. He's super consistent. Uh, he's a really good rider. Who are we talking about? Steven, Steven. Edmondson. Oh, yeah. Steven yeah. is a freak. Yeah. I mean, the dude is just... The nicest, like, yeah. most friendly face you've ever seen. And he's just gnarly. And he just kills like, it. He's yeah. just gnarly. Yeah. I like how his family's out there, too. I mean, I I ran into his wife and his dad, I think. Yeah. Like, right at there the, in between Business 409 and 409. At the wall. Yeah. They were like... They, I, I feel yeah. like... Yeah, I ran into them, and they were just, like, so nice. Hey, how you doing? Hadn't seen you. I feel like um, Stephen Edmondson and... Chance Baker are like the Drew Kirby and Will Presson of the VCHSS of, series. Exactly. Yeah. It, like people get them confused. They obviously get me and Drew confused. It, I'm I'm not saying I'm anywhere near as good as either one of those guys. They're they're rippers. But actually, sorry, Chance, I, I did oust you from the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the automatic bypass, which was hilarious today. Anyone anyone that has a goat, who he, that calls it his dog, is a cool guy. <laughs> I didn't know that. You didn't know? No, that's awesome. Chance, literally, so I went to Chance's house to ride with my dad. He's uh, had some good good terrain, dude. But uh, (laughs) we open the van door, and this goat just comes up to us and just starts nuzzling your hand. And Chance walked out. He goes, hey, I see you met my dog. And I was like, this is not a dog. This is a goat. (laughs) It was just neat. Maybe you were just confused. Maybe. Uh, it happens. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean, you see him ride and, and uh, you know, just... No doubt. That's all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody in the van is responsible for that. It might be coming from outside the van. Human, Lord, help us. Dude, Arby's yeah. has the meats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, he... I, I feel like guys that have goats are... Uh, you know, maybe getting some vicarious uh, skills from them, I guess. Smaje, you know, he's a big goat True. guy. Big goat True. guy. Big goat guy. Both guys, they both love the goats, man. Yeah. And what's his goat's name? Gary. Oh, that's right. I'm well, into, I'm one of them was. Now. Since his cat put Daddy? out that edit, yeah. Yeah. Is, I'm, dude, I'm full snow in on skating. You need to follow Taddy the Cat on Instagram if you don't. Yeah. But, yeah, big well, skate cat for sure. Uh, do you want to do like a little Ohio preview, like talk about how it was last year? Or we can, but I've heard there's so many format changes. And Drew actually had talked to Dr. Steve Thaxton about the format. So when we can get Drew on here, we'll do another podcast and, and do a whole preview of the uh, Fallen Timbers Bad Medicine at. Uh, Little Hawking, Ohio. What's the name of the raceway? 
Wildwood Raceway. Wild, at Wildwood <laughs> Raceway for the Sherco AMA Extreme Enduro East round, Championship. Round number two. Can we get more names? Yes, we need more. Yeah. If, if anyone, if, yeah. the Texas Roadhouse yes. Grand Prix. Well, yeah. if you want to eat at the Texas Roadhouse in Little Hawking, it's not Little Hawking, it's in Parkersburg, West Virginia, you better get a reservation right now because it's the only place to eat there. Yeah, it was it was kind of slim pickings on some sit down restaurants over that way, but you know that's usually the case. The, the Hampton Inn's pretty nice there, though. Yeah, that, they had a nice pool. We hung out uh, indoor. Yeah, indoor pool. We hung indoor out. Pool. Got to meet, uh, get get to know Mike Cook a little better over there. Which he had a good ride today. Uh, he, he might have been. He was definitely top ten. Mike Eighth? Cook. Mike, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Never uh, yeah, you're thinking so, of Adam, but so Mike. Adam got yeah, uh, that that whole Zach Attack crew. Those are super nice guys. We've got to see them back out there, and uh, you know. Well, Zach and the LCQ was like way down on like row twelve or something. And he made it. And he, he made it. He yeah, like he made the it through fifth row yeah. of the main. So yeah, and when I went back to the the backside of the pits on the far end of the track for the second time, first guy I ran into after Cody had just gotten through, Colton was on his way out of that, and uh, I had just gotten down into the pit there, and Zach was sitting there out of gas. Somebody, I think uh, one of the Roar members helped get him some fuel delivered out there at the far end of the track. Uh, and then not long after that, Mike Cook had come back through that same area. So Zach was a little bit ahead of him, um, which I know Mike did better in the other race, possibly. I can't, I yeah, can't I remember. Zach, I think Mike Zach had a rough Saturday. Zach, yeah, and, and so he definitely was putting stuff back together. I didn't see him after the race until they were leaving. Um, but I'm interested to watch his video and see uh, yeah. see how that went for Zach because um, he definitely had a good a good run if if he was uh, that far in on the second um, second time I was out on that end of the track. So I wish he put Adam in the videos more because like I saw Adam was all was one of the people that passed me mid meltdown. He's a beast. He he throws his he throws that bike around. Like, he's not, like, the biggest guy ever. Are they all in betas now? He's, no, Adam's still on a Adam's KTM, and uh, I guess Tom and uh, Zach got betas. And, well, Mike Cook's on a on a very special YZ, YZ. with electric start and fan. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a 300 electric start prototype YZ. Um, counterbalanced? Counterbalanced. Is it actually? Yeah, it's balanced on both wheels are balanced. <laughs> um, is so it TPI? YZ? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got all all the acronyms, he, all the balance. He probably has Bo pulling some strings. Yeah. Bo's just sending him, like, prototype Yamaha. I hope Bo listens to these podcasts and yeah. just, I hope he comes He's back. shaking his head right now. I That's would like Bo's to take a moment to say, I miss Bo and I miss Josh Rogan-Smith. Yeah. Oh, sure. Miss Hunter Williams, too. Where's that guy? Hey, he was texting me earlier because uh, our Facebook Live went down, and then or he sent me a message, I think, and I was just in the middle of fumbling around the track trying to film everybody else, and I didn't get a chance to even figure out how to do that. Um, but, yeah, Hunter, Josh, we need Bo. We need the, the Southeast crew to come 
come back to at least some of the local closer ones, right? So Battle of the Goats, you guys better be there. We know we'll probably see them at TKO, but... um, Well, I I don't know. We haven't talked about this yet, but obviously we've been in this pandemic. There hasn't been much racing going on, but there was just this vibe around everywhere. Everybody was just so pumped to be back at the racetrack it just felt right yeah it it was definitely it was definitely one of two things from what i observed half of the guys were too jittery and and hadn't raced in in, it'd been too long since they'd raced and the other half weren't (laughs) were on the other end of that spectrum they they hadn't been able to get themselves amped up to where they needed to be so you know, there was overexertion and underexertion there, and and I think that the balance of the two day because everybody's nerves were all all over the board, just depending on how your first race went and, and how much you've been able to ride and how much you've been you know prepping and all those kind of things. It's been different for everybody, so um, yeah, it, it was so nice to see everybody and be back out there for sure. I know uh, I know you guys were were pumped on getting to do it. Yeah, and. I guess one of my favorite things that came out of this weekend that um, some people were telling me about is there's actually now a American Hard Neuro podcast drinking game. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What is it? So every time we open a, a beverage, you hear us crack one open, you've got to crack one open. And it, it apparently makes it tolerable to listen to me. Calm. Yeah, got it. But, uh... How many? How many are you on so far? How many? How many? Well, I came to crack- Pennsylvania 20? with twenty-four beers, yeah. and I am now out. Well, so, I mean, I mean, how many since we started the podcast? Since we started the podcast, yes, that is uh, three. Yeah, twenty twenty-four. I think I'm so dehydrated right now that I could take like one shot of vodka, and I'd just be, I'd just be gone. I'd be what about a shot wasted. of Tennessee whiskey? Like some good old JD. Yeah. Like if I had an airplane bottle within reach of the van, <laughs> of my seat in the van right now, would you take that shot? Oh my God! Yeah. All right. Oh, well, here we go. go. So we're gonna hand the uh, the oh, wait, phone over to Will. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh. You, I just put you on the spot. I thought that was a hypothetical. Do you think there's hypotheticals here? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, no. I don't really want to take a shot. Well, you, you, there's no choice. I mean, it's going to be really boring because there's no video. Well, there will be. Wait, actually? I have oh, cameras. God. We have lights. We have cameras. I have lights. We're cameras. well equipped here. Are you going to do one with me? No, I only have one airplane bottle. Y'all can share it. What is an airplane bottle? Listen to this, millennial. What is an airplane <laughs> bottle? Is it like a flask? Is that what you're, is that what you're talking about? I don't even know what state we're in right now, so I don't think we're breaking any laws. I don't don't think this is taking too long. I feel like we should just cut it cut it short. No, no, this is happening. You're not getting out of this right here. (laughs) Big big thanks go to the the Roar guys, the Reading. Is that right? Reading off road riders. There were approximately a hundred guys out on the course today. They had water at every check. They had water in between checks. Um, it, I mean, nobody does a better job. Nobody has a bigger crew of guys. I mean, you know, got, like in contrast, like Tyler Mole at Battle of the Goats, he has pretty much 
only his handful of guys that help him. So it's just a totally different kind of scene. But man, it tough like Roar, they're just everywhere. So who who is the who's the guy that runs the race? What's his name? Rob Bones. No, the other guy. Our president? Yeah. Mark. Hoyer. So Mark and Rob, you know, just hats off to you guys. Y'all Mark, do awesome. Mark does a great job of doing the like politics and He's just always on top of, like, getting... <laughs> Stop putting that thing in my face. You got to do it, bud. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, like, Joseph Young, uh, Chaplain Joe, I mean, he does a great job with... He does a good job with social media and all that jazz. Adding, like, 80 people and subtracting 70 from our pre-entry list because... Like, so, really, that's just 10 people. What? Oh, but I mean, like... Like, there was like 30 people that canceled the week of, and then he added 30 more people oh, I got you. off of I the it. waiting list. And like... Jared, take that shot real quick. Oh, hold on. I, dude, I was really hard to open this because my hand's not usable. Yeah. Wait, All right, wait. so we're filming this as well. Yeah. He wait, just did you hear the, did you hear the, the seal break? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. We got the video. Check out the, uh, the Instagram post there. Season vet. Season vet. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> there we go. That's so Jer- Jerry Mahoney is now officially gone. Yeah, give me about ten minutes. I'll be white girl wasted. Yes, sir. Schmammered, if you will. Mm. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, yeah. I think. Uh, I think I also heard uh, Chaplain Joe is uh, is telling me he's going to be. Referred to as Papa Joe here soon too, so congratulations to the to the Chaplain Joe family there. Wait, he's just, yeah, yeah. That's what he was telling That's me. Awesome. He's, he's having a he's baby. super nice guy. He's not know. having a baby. I think one of his babies oh, is having okay. a baby. I was very confused. He's he's becoming you know a grandfather. Okay, um, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, well, you know, but you never know. Brave new world, right? Yeah, <laughs> never know. <laughs> Sorry. It goes down. It doesn't go down well. You still, considering you still have like, it swallowed. Considering like three hours ago, I thought I was going to yak my brains out at the finish line. Yeah, you're doing all right. So our ETA back to Tennessee is 244 right now. I'm working in the morning. What about you guys? Oh, I took off. I know, I know how I race at Tough Like Roar. And it's usually like... My limit is usually like a half hour into the final, and usually I'm out for like five hours. So I should have taken off till like Wednesday, but yeah, you need the money. Yeah, your cylinders aren't cheap. Yeah. Although I will say, whoever who's Super Dave, Super Dave, I want to plug. I want to plug him because he's awesome. Sports Cycle KTM in Maryville. Okay, Maryville, Tennessee, near Knoxville. What's Dave's last name? Dave Ferris. Yeah, David Ferris at Sports Cycle KTM yeah. in Maryville, Tennessee. He's if, a good dude. if he listens to this, Doubtful. I appreciate it. And open for sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you live in that area, hit him up. They do already. Yeah. Every, everyone yeah, knows everybody, Super Dave. You're new to the area, so okay. everybody knew so Super he, Dave. He doesn't need no plugging. Well, I mean, if you had a KTM in the area, it's pretty much the only place you could go get parts. But, I mean, luckily, 
he stocks everything you need for something like that when it right when it happens. So I mean, yeah, he had got a everything cylinder in two days. Yeah, great. Yeah, four hours, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he yeah. he met you guys on Monday and he wasn't even open. So yeah, that's because that's because Kirby's a good dude and he yeah. went over there and and Angel, yeah, <laughs> Angel or yeah. So he needs a halo over that nice bald head of his. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that in Photoshop. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sick. For sure. I'm not gonna lie, buzz. Yeah. Well, I mean that that probably worked pretty good there. So yeah, we're all caught up on the drinking game. We are officially out of alcohol in the in the uh, so if van. you were keeping track, I think you should be like four drinks deep. Yep. You should. Uh, I think should we be, were probably way yeah. more entertaining with four drinks. What? If you had, had four drinks. You could probably listen to this. If not, yeah. you probably already cut it off. If not, sorry, sorry about all the all the nonsense of talking, and we didn't really actually talk about the race that much. I feel like we didn't. I, I think we covered. We, it, we? Yeah, we covered some stuff, and okay. uh, you know, it's just it's just nice to be back. It's just nice to be doing something normal, hanging out with your buddies, going to the race, changing tires, working on bikes. Help you know, dirty. getting dirty. Hey, you can't get much dirtier than Roar. Uh, filthy right now, and I had a shower after the race. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's good to be back. Can't wait to uh, see everybody else at the rest of the races. Um, we will uh, see you back out on the trail. Will you got anything else, man? No. Well, y'all stay safe, and we'll see you soon. All right. Well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad I, I got to be a part of one of these. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're feels happy good. to have you, dude. You didn't have to wait very long before you heard your name this time. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, all right, here, tangent real quick to end it. So, the the pre-race, tough like roar, whatever. <laughs> There's like eight different times he's talking about all the heavy hitters, the guys that are like, you know, in the hunt. And he, he names like Chuck. And, like, Chuck never does good at this Chuck's race. Chuck's a beast. Chuck, when's the last time Chuck did good at Tough Like Roar? He was probably on a quad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you're like, oh, yeah, Chuck DeLulo. Dude, Chuck is, like, a, he's running top five in the points this year, Whatever. without doubt. Whatever. Without a doubt. I mean, he wasn't looking so good on the trail when, when yours truly went uh, oh, ripping man. by him. Like he was sitting still, because he was. And uh, I also stopped and gave him a hug, because I needed one. And uh, You're a hugs guy, aren't you? I'm a big hugger. Yeah. Big time hugger. Yeah. He, he looked like he hadn't popped his, his little blue pill, though, at the start of at the start of the race, you know? He, no. what, he didn't have the... I don't know what that means. Salt pill. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say he didn't have the tos- testosterone level up, you know? Uh. Like, kind of low T... Is that what they call it? Is that what that logo is on his shirts? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chuck, I hope you're not listening. You can edit this out, right? No. Why would we? Oh, okay. No, but, you know, the thing is, is like, I, wanna, I don't have to race with Chuck, so. I want to become part of the Chuck DeLulo t- daily trash talking. Because he never, he never trash talks with me, it's just with Drew. But, yeah. Okay, that was, that was all. I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there, saying maybe not this year, but previous years I did all right. So we will throw up an Instagram story asking if you guys have any questions about this past weekend, and we'll do our best to to give you an answer. 
Yeah, because you guys are going to do a uh, podcast before uh, Ohio. That's the plan. Yeah, and so we'll maybe recap, and you and Drew can kind of go over your stories. Uh, as, you know, like to hear what Drew had to say about the race, and uh, then you guys can cover Ohio and and everything else that may be going on in between. Then, heck yes. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you out there, guys. Be good. Drive safe. Stay six feet apart.